Good morning, everybody, and welcome to the 425 Show. I'm your host, Nicole Mangina, with Windermere Real Estate. Thank you for joining us, where each week we feature somebody amazing who helps make living in the 425 a great place to be, because we all know that when you go to buy a house, it's about so much more than bedrooms and baths. It's about the community that you're living in that creates the backdrop for your life. So we always start the show with a real estate update, and um, it's awesome. We put these together, and I, I feel like I feel like it's part of my life right now. It's upgrades that will help your home sell quicker. Uh, and we're not selling right now, but I think I told you we're in week three of a kitchen remodel, which, you know, we had to move the dishes out of the laundry room the other day so that we could actually fold the laundry because we needed the counter. So that was some good humor in our house. Um but good things to know, a lot of times the market picks up in the fall. If you do have your house on the market right now, don't worry if Labor Day feels pretty quiet. Everybody's usually pretty distracted. They're getting in those last vacations and getting kids ready to go back to school. Um, but if you are thinking about putting your home on in the fall, these are some things you can do uh, that don't cost a lot of money and could help you with your sales price. Number one, upgrade the hardware cabinet pulls that is my nemesis by the way right now when we remodeled our kitchen originally 15 years ago I was supposed to keep, pick cabinet pulls and I never did so now I have to pick them <laughs> I can pick everything else but something about cabinet pulls but that does make a big difference uh, redoing your hardwoods uh, putting a darker stain on there is kind of the in thing right now and it's amazing how scratched up they get with just everyday wear and furniture so having those feel nice and fresh is always a really good thing to do Fans and lights. Lighting is a big thing. It's one of my personal passions. If you follow me on social media, you know that I post a lot of light fixtures because they just make me happy. And it's amazing how they can change the feel of a room. Paint. Fresh paint is always good. Freshening up your outdoor space, your patio, and a new roof if you need it. This is, I know, a tough one um, for sellers to bite off on because it's not a fun and sexy Update, you know, like hard or paint and cabinet pulls. Those always make something feel new and pretty or lighting. Roofs, wah, wah. But um, if you need a roof, you need a roof. And it's not usually something a new buyer wants to take on. So getting that done for them is always a good thing to do. So again, we'll have all those tips on the website after the show, NicoleMangina.com forward slash podcast. And on the financing end of things, I'm excited to introduce today's guest, Lori Klein with Kaizen Financial. How are you this morning? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me on the show, Nicole. Yeah, absolutely. We've uh, we were doing the our kids go back to school dance before the show. You, you <laughs> Facebook Live. It's we're pretty fun. fired up. <laughs> we both have kids. We've loved having them home for the summer. That's I right. love, love, love my children. Super excited for school on Tuesday. <laughs> Yes. Somebody needs to get up before noon. And That's first right. <laughs> get back on a schedule. So uh, anyway, I'm anticipating a little bit of a rough re-entry next week, but we're going to make it. I'm feeling it. I, I think they'll do fine. Yes. <laughs> After the first week or two. I think so. <laughs> but we're here to talk about finances today. You yeah. and I have actually, full disclosure, known each other for quite some time because yep. you are our financial planner that is correct um, for our family yeah. and you're amazing thank you and I think it's always an interesting topic to revisit to talk about it's so kind of two stories on that one I we were talking about this again before the show one of the like side benefits of working with you it wasn't why we originally came to you but was great is you know and before we were doing the whole like oh we can figure it out we'll just contribute to our retirement plans at work and pick the stuff and we were terrible so 
not only did you pick better things and our finances are doing better, but we could never really get on the same page for our long-term financial plan, which for us translated into um, just not really taking the action that we should, right? right? We weren't saving and investing nearly to the levels that we are now with you because you've gotten us going in the right direction. And so I just thought that was really, it, it was one of, like I said, one of those things we didn't go into it for that, but it was such an awesome side benefit that yeah. you're great at managing that. Sure. When Gary and I are both in your office <laughs> with whatever harebrained I question have we have. and <laughs> <laughs> marriage counseling yes. available too. Yeah. Yes. Well, thank you. And that's a lot of what we do. So a lot of times people come to financial advisors and they think, oh, it's just the investment management part. Mm -hmm. But wealth management is really the marrying between the investment management and also everything else that makes you wealthy. And I talk to clients a lot about leaky mm -hmm. buckets. Yes. And you were doing fine before, but you weren't optimizing your wealth. Right. So what I do is I take a look at your overall finances, do a financial mm -hmm. review, and then kind of point out where your bucket's leaking and then give you some tips on how to plug those holes. Right. And what clients find when they plug those holes, typically with my help, mm -hmm. uh, is that they're able to grow their wealth exponentially. And so just talking a little bit about the name of my firm, it's Kaizen, which mm -hmm. means continuous growth. It's a Japanese term. And prior to starting my wealth management firm, I was in manufacturing. I was controller of a manufacturing firm and Kaizen's used throughout a variety of different industries. Mm -hmm. And uh, it has to do with kind of taking these small steps and having a flat organizations and empowering people to do better. And so that really stuck with me. And so at that time, I didn't know I was going to be a financial advisor, wealth manager. But um, I was like, I know I'll have my own company at, in some capacity at some point. And so, yeah, so that's what yeah. I try to pass on to my clients is, hey, let's just take these small steps because I'm not going to make vast improve or changes in a mm -hmm. small period of time. But what they see over time, and, and we track net worth for people from year to year. And after five years, I think you've been with me about five years, you're like, wow, this really works. Absolutely. And, you know, and you are the perfect balance of that, of like, let's just do this one step at a time. And it really, I'm looking at where we're at now versus, you know, five, 10 years yeah, ago yeah. from, you know, not only how our investments are doing, but how much we are putting into our investments. Mm -hmm. And even with that, you were a big part of that. Sure. Um, and I think the leaky bucket thing is, it's good to revisit over time, right? There were just kind of the overall leaky buckets, but this is a Gary and I, my husband, just had this conversation the other day is, you know, there's certain times of the year, like we're coming out of baseball season. We got buckets leaking all over the place, meaning <laughs> we haven't made dinner in six months because right. we're just trying to get people to fields. We're getting, you know, whatever for food, like we could probably rein this back in a little bit yeah. and just, spending, you know, yeah. re-look at how are we spending our dollars. We're definitely going for the easy option. Yeah. Maybe sure. not the, yeah. you know, and there's times of the year, we just know that that's how it is during baseball season, but it's always good to revisit that. And I know we do our yearly meeting with you. Mm -hmm. and That was a good little nudge yeah. to get back on track. And I think what I try to get clients to understand too, is if you, you know, we all have our bills, our mortgages, mm -hmm. our utility bills, our insurances that we have to pay. But if next you can prioritize your savings, right. then the rest of your money is really discretionary. So you sure. don't have to, or what I like to call guilt-free spending. Mm -hmm. So if you know you're saving enough for those goals, right. then at the end of the day, you know, and you're going to have times of your life too where you have that leaky bucket and yeah. you're spending more than you feel like you should. But 
I always say, hey, remember, based on what you've told me your goals are, you're on track to reach your goals. So right. you should feel good about that. Yeah. It does feel good. Because it's a good balance, right? Mm -hmm. I don't want clients saving so much that they're not enjoying their lives because we work so hard. Mm -hmm. And so we need to take those vacations or have those fun weekends or, you know, things remodel the kitchen. So, exactly. Yeah. yeah, it is. And it's all about the buckets was a big thing for me. Yeah. That was one of the biggest things that, um, you know, just to have. And that's what we have now. Right. Different accounts for like yep. this. So it's not all for whatever reason, even though we had the money, it was all combined into one. And then it was just weird right. to have it in the different like actual accounts has been really helpful. Yeah, and the metaphor of the bucket really works for clients mm -hmm. versus this is your retirement account, this is this, but if you can say, hey, this is your fun bucket, yeah. this is your long-term bucket, this is your short-term emergency mm -hmm. bucket, clients understand that. Yeah, yeah, which I think is great. What is one of the biggest areas that you think uh, or do you find with your clients like they kind of need to do some tweaking and fine-tuning on? Yeah, it's finances? usually um, focusing on the things that you can control and that happens to be the savings. Sure. So increase the savings a little bit. Mm -hmm. The other thing I noticed is not taking full advantage of employer benefits. Oh, sure. Yeah, so 401k match, employee stock purchase, not uh, managing your stock options mm -hmm. or RSUs, you know, your stock company grants correctly. So you can, uh, and tax efficiency, that's a place where we save clients. You do a lot with that. A with lot of that. So it's really about being proactive with your taxes. Your sure. CPA, they're great people, but they're typically looking at your historical taxes, mm -hmm. right? They're taking a look at it in March or April, and they're saying, okay, this is how much tax you owe, but I'm trying to minimize your taxes. Sure. So I was an accountant in my prior life. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Don't hold that against me, but <laughs> it is a good foundation to be a it financial is. advisor, and, and that's an area where clients are just leaking lots of money out of their buckets. So Sure. Yeah, that's, a yeah. big that's a big part of what we do. Yeah, that makes a big um I had a thought, and it's gone. Yeah, we'll come that's back. all right. We'll come back, yeah. <laughs> Got like mommy brain or something. <laughs> yeah, the the buckets and the long term is definitely a big thing. What are some of the other things that you really work with your clients on? Yeah, I would say the other thing is protection. Yeah. Uh, so we have this yeah, every we year. do. <laughs> Small steps. <laughs> I'll get you sooner or later. <laughs> <laughs> and the, the other thing, you know, is like even if clients choose because it's your money and right. ultimately you get to make the final decision. Uh -huh. I'm just here to be your financial coach or uh -huh. ninja or uh, advocate. But um, I always tell the metaphor I use is if you, a sports metaphor. If you spend a lot of money on a quarterback mm -hmm. and you don't have a really good offensive line, mm -hmm. you know, that's not going to work to your advantage. So you've worked so hard and it's so hard to make money and accumulate wealth that you don't want to expose that to risk. Sure. So whether it's life insurance mm -hmm. or disability, remember with disability insurance that you are a money-making machine, and so you need to protect that money-making sure. machine. Uh, and then even property casualty, so mm -hmm. home, auto, and then having proper umbrella insurance. In the past couple years, I've had several clients who've been sued over fender benders on 405, and, uh, you know, they getting an accident a couple years goes by and then they've been served papers where they're getting sued. Oh my goodness. So you want to make sure that your umbrella policies are really inexpensive. You want to make sure mm -hmm. that you have enough coverage there. And it's inexpensive because it's unlikely you'll use it. Sure. But 
just in my practice alone, three or four times in the last year, that's come up. So you want to, yeah, yeah. So it's something that your home and auto just automatically renew. And a Mm -hmm. lot of times those agents aren't as active in your financial lives as they should be, right? They're just getting their renewals on that. But you really need to take a look at that. And with housing appreciation mm-hmm. around here, a lot of houses are underinsured. Right. Right. Yeah. Like yeah. you've kind of had had your policy for 15 years and you haven't reviewed. Man, we've seen some pretty high appreciation. And so if your house were to burn down, it wouldn't recoup. You wouldn't be able to recoup your money to replace your home. Exactly. Yeah. It's always good to revisit that. Mm-hmm. I know our insurance, I think every couple of years they send us yeah. uh, little questionnaire yeah, so we can make perfect. sure that's always yeah, updated that's great. and stuff. Um, but you're right, it's and it's not something, we don't have an insurance agent. Ours is through USAA, so it's sure. kind of there. So it's always great that you, and you always take a look at that yeah. for us. Yep. It's always nice yep. to know that that's done. Yeah, and another thing, just to kind of give a shout out to something that people don't think about a lot is estate planning. Mm-hmm. So what were, would happen if there was a premature death in the family, right. especially when you have kids and assets? Who would those assets pass to? Mm-hmm. And you need to have a trust for your kid or even a guardian. Sure. So who would you want to take care of your children in the event you and your spouse weren't around? Yeah, it's important to do. And I remember going through those conversations. It's really interesting mm-hmm. to have those conversations and yeah. how do you set all that up? So. Mm-hmm. It, it's one of the, it's like they're like adulting moments. Right? Yeah, they they're, are adulting they're moments. They're not super You fun. don't want to think about it either. <laughs> but, but they're yeah. important, you know, they're important moments in life to sure. get all that yeah. taken care of. And yeah. 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 It's interesting too. And, you know, we're always trying to teach our kids about money. And, um, you know, I was talking to our oldest son about that of, you know, kind of really taking the same things that we talk about and transfer them to the kids of, you know, they get an allowance, and now that he's 14, he has a debit card, right? So he signed up for, I think it was like Spotify or something mm-hmm. like that, uh, which is great, but it's like a 10 or $11 a month mm-hmm. charge. Well, it turns out we have a family plan, so he doesn't need to pay that. He can get over, and he kept not doing it, and I was trying to, like, to, I think it's interesting because as adults, we forget about this, too, and I bring sure. this up. I do this once a year. I go through all of my statements because there's always something silly I, I signed up for, yeah. right? Like right. some little monthly charge Absolutely. that's like not enough to really remember. Or And so once a year, I go through all my statements and just see, you know, what have I signed up for this year that maybe I can. Um, but for him, I was trying to, I'm like, that is a pair of tennis shoes every, you know, I'm trying to relate it to him. Like you're 10 bucks a month. You think that's not a big deal. That's a pair of shoes. Yeah. You're giving away. That's a great way to do it. A too. brand new pair of shoes. Mm-hmm. To who knows who mm-hmm. that you could have had for that same money. Yeah. And it was interesting to watch him kind of figure that out of like, yeah. oh, this 10, you know, and for him, he doesn't really, they don't have any expenses. So it's not <laughs> like he can't pay his mortgage or right. he might like miss out on some candy. At the store. Right. But, um, you know, to realize like it's, that accumulation, even in just yeah. a 12 month period, it matters. Right. You times that over however many years yeah no I think that's great on so many levels the first is you're giving your kids some financial mm-hmm. response limited financial yeah. responsibility <laughs> I always check my daughter's account and see what she's spending her money on um, and then I think the second thing is make it relatable for them mm-hmm. so you said this is a pair of tennis shoes with the, my daughter what I say is how many hours of babysitting would you need yeah. to do to pay for this you know right. if you want to spend on a pair of jeans, well, Mm. that's five hours of babysitting. Right. So, uh, and then the third thing is allowing them to make mistakes. Sure. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Because uh, I don't think kids get, you know, we're not really teaching that in high school, being a good financial steward. And so 
people are going. I mean, most Americans don't even have $50,000 saved up in, for retirement. And, yeah, around here is a little bit different, mm-hmm. but uh, most Americans mm-hmm. don't. So we really need to start early with giving our kids some financial responsibility and then teaching them along the way. Yeah. So I think that's great. Yeah. Yeah. We'll see. <laughs> he did get the Spotify canceled. We'll see how it transfers into other things oh, down I, the road. <laughs> and just one thought, I have one more tip. So on my recurring charges, mm-hmm. I have a separate cre- credit card for that. So it's easier oh, for me to track. So on my Spotify's or just different things mm-hmm. for me, it's Audible, you know, that I just, I can take a look at those massage envy, you know, yeah. I just take a look at those and say, are these all still valid charges or things that I'm still using? Yeah. Cause like you said, they can get lost in the details of a yeah. larger Yeah. It's the about. under $20 stuff. That, yeah. Right. Like right. You don't right. pay attention to mm-hmm. it on a monthly basis, but it adds up. Yeah. Yeah. So no, I, I always translate good. mine into plane tickets. Like, that's my thing, right? His is shoes, mine's right, plane right, tickets. Like, right. how many plane tickets am I giving away? <laughs> mine's new bikes. We, we all have our things. It's just about making it relatable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's really true. It's really true. And I work do that with clients, too, You're like you probably do <laughs> with your clients. So who are your typical clients? Who yeah, so with? I work with a variety of different people. But in general, I'd say they're accumulators. So people mm-hmm. between the ages of 40 and 70 mm-hmm. is a majority of my clients. Okay. I have a few clients uh, younger than that and a few clients o- older than that, but people who are saving for their goals. So they've done a good job. They probably have some savings, but they're at the point where they are, want to either move from their old advisor who may be only doing the investments or maybe they're doing it themselves and they've gotten busy enough where they're like, okay, I'm ready to turn that over sure. to somebody who's an expert. Mm-hmm. So uh, I think I add the most value there because mm-hmm. we are looking at things holistically yeah. and everything in their lives. And then the other really big trigger point is there's so many baby boomers and people getting close to retirement. Mm-hmm. So can I retire? How much money can I draw out of my portfolio? Um, what's the best place to draw to my portfolio? Right. How do I minimize taxes? And retirement's changed a lot. It For used sure. to be you retired at 65 and you died at 65. Mm-hmm. It was really easy to plan. Now people are wanting to retire earlier uh, in their early 60s, and they're going to live for 20 or 30 years in retirement. So we want to make sure that they don't outlast their money. So they don't call me on their 81st birthday and say, hey, I'm still around. Well, too bad. <laughs> Your money's gone. So we're working with clients uh, regarding, you know, making sure that they have enough, you know, because when you transition from working to retirement, people don't want to go back to the workforce. Sure. So making a good decision at that point. That um, yeah. If somebody wanted to, if somebody's listening to the show right now, yeah. again, we've got Lori Klein. I almost said Lori Kaizen. <laughs> Lori Klein with Kaizen Financial on the show today. If you are looking for some help with your finances, I cannot recommend Lori enough. How would they reach out to you? What's the best way to find Yeah, you? the best way is you could go to our website, which is www.kaizenfa, for financialadvisor.com, uh-huh. or you could give me a call directly at 425-321-5802. Perfect. Or my email is Lori at KaizenFA.com, and Lori is L-A-U-R-I-E. Perfect. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. And I have a great staff, too, so you I got to give a shout-out. Yeah, yeah, shout-out to them. We, we've got a nice little practice, and uh, people uh, are great. We're very client service-oriented. Yeah. Um, and we really enjoy, everybody enjoys the work we do and the people that we work for. Totally. Yeah. And we've worked with everybody on your staff and they're all amazing. And I think it's always so interesting, you know, every now and then, and Gary and I have, my husband and I have read them the whole, like, oh, you should just do it yourself. And then we read these books. We're like, 
you know, for a split second. We're like, yeah, we could totally figure it out. But we had one of the most interesting aha moments after our last meeting with you. And you talked about this when we first met you. But basically, one of, you know, the benefits of working with you or having a financial advisor is there were some huge swings in the stock market last yeah, year. Absolutely, We were oblivious to all of them, right. meaning we knew about it, right? We were watching mm-hmm. um, the you know, news and stuff like that. So we knew stuff was going on, but because you were man, like we just kept saving and sending you money and you just kept doing things. And then when we met this year, we still came out ahead. Right. We weren't caught up in the day to day of, oh my gosh, the market's doing this. We're supposed to do this or that. And who knows what we would have done or not done. Right. We probably would have definitely stopped saving at some point during the year last year, but we didn't, we kept doing it and we kept sending you money. And then sure enough, we did our meeting and it's, it's all fine. Right. But I just thought that was interesting because you talked about that from the very beginning Mm -hmm. and it made sense when we talked about it. But then to realize after we walked out of your office, like we just lived through that perfect example of that. There was a huge drop in the stock market last year and all kinds of squirreliness. Mm -hmm. But given that we trust you and we knew you had it under control, we just didn't really worry about it. We just kind of went on with our life. We kept sending you money and we're doing fine. Right. Rather than having done something goofy in the middle. Yeah. And the silver lining to down markets for accumulators is that you You are buying things at a low (laughs) price, right? That's what the financial advisor is going to say, but it's true. So people, when they save through these down markets, if you can save because you're still working, that you do end up better after that. that. Sure. So through the 0809 recession, my right. clients were significantly better off. Although it's no fun, I understand, opening up your statement and seeing that your account right. values are down. But that's what a lot of clients say. I rarely get a call when the market, mm-hmm. you know, this last week was a big drop in the market right. after somebody tweeted something. But <laughs> um, it most clients don't even blink an eye right. because they know they're, they're taking, somebody's got their back. Right. So, and the key to that too, and I know I always get questions during the volatile times in the market, and every year is volatile. Mm -hmm. It's really common that from the high to the low of the market, the market's going to drop 14%. In any one year? In any one year. Yeah, on average, it doesn't mean 14 every year, but it's really common. We always have something that comes up. Mm -hmm. Um, But for clients that just stick with the plan, I, I, I tell clients, I can't have you jumping out of the boat when the uh, waters get rocky, mm-hmm. you know, because we know it's going to happen. And so just staying the course and saving sure. through those downtimes makes yeah. a lot of sense. And keep in mind, too, that out of any 10 years in the market, we're going to have about three down years. Right. So it's not uncommon that we go through business cycles, and mm-hmm. one of those cycles is recession. We've sure. been in the longest bull market that we've ever right. seen, so we've kind of forgotten about that. But volatility is really normal. Right, which is the same with the real estate market. Yeah, You know, we exactly. usually run on cycles. about a 10-year cycle where we've got all our expansion, and then there's a contraction or a stabilization. Sometimes it's a recession. Yeah. A lot of times it's just a kind of leveling off period small contraction and then it kind of goes back to but that's normal even in the real estate market we see that with prices sure and it's impossible to time the market there's just been no evidence that anyone can do that because you have to time it two ways you have to time it on the sell side and on the buy side and the buy side you usually have to buy when things are the scariest Mm -hmm. and clients just don't do that they do that in hindsight. Oh, yeah, I would have bought in March 2009, but that's what, not what they do in reality. Oh, same, so. same in real estate. You know, yeah, so many right. people, when the market was down of 
well, how do I know when it's the bottom? Well, when it's gone back up. Yeah. That's right. how you know that that was the yeah. bottom and you just missed it. So right. you've got to just jump in right. wherever you're at. Yeah. And it's always making good decisions on a day-to-day, month-to-month, mm-hmm. year-to-year basic basis and sticking with your plan. Yeah. yeah. Any other tips for people out there today with their feeling like, okay, it's the fall, I need to finish strong. and Yeah, I would say know, definitely get... tax planning right now. Yes. So making sure you maximize those 401ks. Mm-hmm. HSH, which are health savings accounts, yes. those are relatively new mm-hmm. in corporations, but I'd say that's one of the best places to save for, reti- for retirement health care expenses. You can use okay. the money you in it. You can accumulate time. it from year to year, so it's different right. than an FSA, so clients get confused about that. Okay. But I would say if you cannot take money out of it mm-hmm. to reimburse yourself and delay that into retirement. So the money going in is income tax-free. It accumulates tax-deferred. And when you take it out, mm-hmm. it'll be tax-free. So that money's never taxed. So it's a really oh. powerful bucket for, yes, health care in retirement. Okay. Good to know. Yeah. That's an awesome tip. Yeah. And the other thing I would say people are thinking about is college planning. Yes. Yeah. So, uh, especially if your kids are juniors, so mm-hmm. thinking about, and that's a huge expense as well, so how do you minimize the cost there? Sure. Because going to the UW costs 27000 a year, full in, mm-hmm. tuition's about 40% of that, room board and books is the other 60%, so different ways so you're not having to pay retail. Right. You've helped us a lot with that in the mm-hmm. last couple of years mm-hmm. with our college funds yeah. for the kids. Yep. So... So taking a peek at that and just maybe reviewing your, uh, make sure you have enough money if you started a 529, mm-hmm. 529 plan and then getting clear about the different costs of different colleges sure. in the area. Yeah, things we're all starting to look at now mm-hmm. that our oldest is a senior, or that, not a senior, a sophomore. Yeah, right. So yeah, Just right around the corner. I know, it's <laughs> happening. Crazy. I know now that he's a sophomore, I'm like, oh, we should have held him back. Uh, <laughs> Oh, well. He'll be like, don't go to school, stay at I home. Know. No, it'll be time. Yeah, for yeah, all of yeah, that. yeah. I think they plan it that way. I think Mother Nature planned it I, that they way. They do a good job of that. All right, thank you for joining yeah, us on the show today. Thanks for having me. It's been a lot of fun. Yeah, again, we've had Lori Klein with Kaizen Financial on the show. Um, if you want links to any of her sites or if you have real estate questions, you can always find us on the website after the show, nicolemangina.com forward slash podcast. Have a great week, everybody, and we'll see you next Tuesday. Bye-bye.